welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Today we will revisit our ongoing conversation on the muni market as my guest will offer some perspective on recent performance, outline some themes to consider for your portfolio and more. Joining us for the conversation today, glad to welcome back Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So Kathleen, thank you for dropping by Top of the Morning. Looking forward to our conversation. Thanks for having me on this morning, Dan. Absolutely. So, Kathleen, I know when we last spoke, this is going back to May, immunities were in the midst of a rally. However, that rally seemed to have reversed course during the month of June. So, can you take a few moments here at the top, Kathleen, to speak to the drivers behind recent performance within munis? Sure, Dan. I mean, you know, after the solid rally for munis that we saw in May, the sector did gain 1.6%. We saw taxis and paper reverse course in the early part of June, reflecting the spike in rate volatility seen in the broader fixed income markets. The decision by the Federal Reserve to raise the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points rather than 50 at its June meeting was made on the heels of an unexpectedly high CPI print, and that action prompted a bout of volatility. As a result, we saw the benchmark U.S. Treasury yield surge by almost 75 basis points in the space of only two weeks before drifting lower. In response, the 10-year AAA Muni benchmark was pulled steadily higher by about 50 basis points, sending Muni prices lower. Thus, the Muni rally seen in May was cut short. As a consequence, the sector ended up posting a loss of almost 2% in the month of June. This reversal of performance that you just outlined for us, how has that translated recently to both fund flows as well as credit spreads? Not surprisingly, the reversal in monthly total return performance also caused outflows from muni mutual funds to resume. We had only witnessed one week of inflows to muni funds, reflecting the May rally before investor anxiety over faster Fed rate hikes took hold. This caused investors to resume pulling assets from the sector through the month of June. On the bright side, more recently, although outflows have continued, the exodus was on the more modest side. At the same time, credit spreads have been moving higher, and that reflects the mutual fund outflow cycle, which can require portfolio managers to become forced sellers. Bear in mind that municipal credit fundamentals continue to benefit from the residual impact of unprecedented fiscal stimulus and better-than-expected tax revenues. And we're also seeing ratings upgrades continue to outpace downgrades in the muni space. Now, Kathleen, in consideration of a likely hawkish Fed for the foreseeable future, and we're actually recording on Wednesday, we will be receiving the June Fed meeting minutes a bit later today. What's your performance outlook for munis? We do expect bond market volatility surrounding each Fed policy announcement and each new data release on inflation. The market is anticipating the next CPI data release due out on July 13th, so we'll be watching for that. At the same time, the technical environment for municipal bonds is positive. The high season for muni redemptions and called bonds that we've talked about quite a bit is now underway. By contrast, the pace of new issuance remains relatively low. This represents a tailwind for munis. That said, another bout of rate volatility in the taxable markets would overwhelm the positive technical backdrop in the muni market. On the bright side, our rate strategists believe that the rising rate headwinds of the first half of 2022 are behind us, and we also expect buyers to take notice of the better relative values now available in the tax exempt market. 
Now, as far as what investors should do with respect to portfolio positioning, as we do each month, Kathleen, we do spend some time on the portfolio themes highlighted within the mini market guide. So can you take a few moments to share with us some of those portfolio themes? Yes, Dan, I'm happy to. In this month's report, we do highlight three core themes that we are now talking to municipal bond investors about. The first is to take note of higher taxable equivalent yields. For high-income investors, municipal bonds appear particularly attractive in the current market with taxable equivalent yields at levels not seen in more than a decade. Second, in the midst of high volatility within the broad fixed income markets that has spilled over to impact munis, we believe adopting a barbell strategy for muni portfolios is most prudent. In that instance, investors can position assets in short-dated bonds for liquidity and reinvestment opportunities, along with an allocation to longer maturities with higher coupons for incremental tax exempt income. And third, we are still talking about targeting tax loss harvesting opportunities. You know, keep in mind that on a year-to-date basis, munis are posting negative total returns across all sectors, and this suggests that some individual bonds are now posting unrealized losses. Although traditionally investors consider harvesting tax losses only at the end of the year, we believe it can be advantageous to check throughout the year for these opportunities. Thank you, Kathleen, for the guidance there on positioning. Now, before we close out, as we do on a monthly basis, you do take a few moments to share with our listeners, our clients, some thoughts around uh, the Spotlight article within the Meeting Market Guide. Now, this month, it does highlight the implications of the mega drought currently impacting the Western U.S. So what are some takeaways from the article, Kathleen, that you can share with us? Sure, Dan. I'm, I'm happy to discuss. As you already know, I mean, drought conditions in the United States have captured the attention of the popular media. I mean, that's why we decided to write our spotlight article on that this month. The outlook is particularly grim in do- in dozen Western states, but it's worth noting that 45% of the land in the continental U.S. is suffering from some form of drought. Restrictions on the consumption of potable water have been imposed in numerous communities, which has raised questions regarding the credit quality of utilities with outstanding bonded debt. In our report, we conclude that droughts historically cause stress, but rarely lead to payment defaults. The current mega drought could be more severe than prior droughts. As a result, CIO does have a preference for larger utilities with diversified customer bases and enough liquidity to compensate for lower consumption due to conservation efforts. Well, Kathleen, as always, thank you for dropping by Top of the Morning for the update on the mini market and for sharing with us some takeaways from the most recent municipal market guide. By the way, that title, Drought Outlook Remains Dreary, and for our clients and our listeners, you can now locate the piece up on UBS.com forward slash CIO. Of course, for clients of UBS, simply reach out to your financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the municipal market guide directly. Though, Kathleen, thank you again for your time and insights and looking forward to picking back up with our mini market conversation next month. Thanks for having me, Dan. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
companies and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.